Hi, my name is Sal Jeffries. I run the Mindset, Mood and Movement podcasts. I've been working with Neil at 7 Million Bikes for the whole of this year, literally from the start of my podcast to, to date. And, and I want to say a couple of things. So when we record the podcast, sometimes there are things that I need uh, tweaking. There could be edits or clips. It's really simple. I give those instructions to Neil, he gets it sorted. There's sometimes a sound level differences between the guest mic and mine. Again, that's all sorted so the outcome is a really balanced sound. And also if there are issues with voice, um, little kind of sound interruptions, all those things that can distract a listener, Neil knows exactly what to do, cleans it up. The end result, a high profesh- highly professional, beautiful sounding podcast without distraction. Uh, that's exactly what I want. I know my listeners do. So if you're interested in having that level of podcast and that, that kind of quality, Neil is a great guy and I highly recommend you speak to him. Are you a content creator looking for an efficient and powerful editing tool? Then look no further than Descript. Descript simplifies the editing process for audio and video content, allowing you to write, record, transcribe, and edit all in one platform. I started using Descript several years ago and it changed the way I podcast. I still can't believe what I can create from my desk at home and the features they keep adding, including video editing, so you can get your podcast on YouTube. Best of all is the studio sound feature, which turns my original audio, which I'm recording right now, in a big echoey room with my wife in the background doing the dishes, the front doors open. And even though I'm using a really good microphone, the Shure SM57, when I turn on studio sound, it turns it into this. But don't just take my word for it. The Pod Sound School appreciates how it eliminates the sucky parts of podcast editing, which I couldn't agree with more. When I started using Descript, I started to enjoy podcast editing and I still do to this day. Podcasters, video creators and journalists who use Descript include Jordan Harbinger, Vox Media, The New York Times, Gimlet Media and Wild. Join the ranks of satisfied content creators and try Descript today. Go to 7millionbikes.com forward slash promos. That's 7millionbikes.com forward slash promos or click in the show notes and you can get one hour of free transcription per month for free to try it out. And if you do join up, then 7 Million Bikes Podcast will get a small commission, which will help me create these episodes for you. Cheers. Are you ready to start your podcast? Starting a podcast is a fun and rewarding experience and it's changed my life. But before you even start, there's something really important you need to stop and think about. How to come up with your podcast name. Your podcast name is the first thing that potential listeners will see, hear, and remember about your show. So it's important to choose a name that represents your brand, your message, and your style. But how do you come up with a perfect name for your podcast? In this episode, you're going to find out. Welcome to Smarter Podcasting, the show where we explore the exciting world of podcasting and share valuable insights with aspiring podcasters like you. I'm your host, Neil McKay, the podcast guy. And in today's episode, we're going to dive deep into the process of choosing the perfect podcast name. So wherever you are right now, whether you're in the gym, driving or having a cup of coffee, get ready for an exciting journey of creativity and brainstorming that's going to help you pick the perfect podcast name. 
So you've probably wondered, how do you come up with a podcast name that grabs attention and reflects your unique style? Well, you're in luck because in this episode, I'm going to share with you 10 tips for choosing a name that will make your podcast stand out in the crowded world of podcasting. I've helped many podcasters launch their own successful shows. So in this episode, I'm going to share with you 10 tips for choosing a name for your podcast that will grab attention, reflect your style, and help you to build a loyal audience and connect with your community. So whether you're starting a business podcast or just a personal passion project, these tips will help you stand out in the world of podcasting. From brainstorming ideas to checking for availability, I'll guide you through this process step by step. If you do have a pen and paper, you can grab that, but I'm also going to put in the show notes a checklist so you can tick off when you've done each of these. So let's get started and find the perfect podcast name. So number one, consider your niche. Choosing the perfect name is a little bit like choosing a name for your child. It's a big decision and one that you shouldn't take lightly. A podcast name is going to have a significant impact on its success. That's why it's crucial to consider your niche when choosing a name. But unlike choosing a name for your child, you can change your podcast name at any time you want. And I have done that to great success in the past. But think about your niche. Your niche is what sets you apart from other podcasters and it helps you stand out. It's what defines your content and it will attract your target audience. So your podcast name should reflect your niche and convey your message clearly to your target audience. So for example, if your podcast is about fitness and health, a name like Healthy Lifestyle or Fit and Fabulous would be more niche specific than a name like The Daily Grind. A niche specific name not only helps a potential listener understand what your podcast is all about, but it also attracts the right audience. On the other hand, podcast titles with vague or unrelated names can confuse listeners and make it harder to attract the right audience. I know in my experience when I started, my first podcast was called 7 Million Bikes, a Saigon podcast. And I've learned over the years that 7 Million Bikes to me was like a quirky fun name because I live in Saigon and there's over 7 million motorbikes here. But when it was pointed out to me that most people don't know that and they've no idea what my brand means, it was dropped from the podcast name and that podcast is now just called A Vietnam Podcast. Simple, easy, and you can understand exactly what it's about right away. So take some time to think about your niche and how you want to position yourself in that market before settling on a name. Remember, your podcast name is the first thing your audience will see, so make sure it accurately represents your niche and sets the right expectations. Number two, keep it short and sweet. Short and sweet podcast names are more effective than longer ones because they are easy to remember and say. And importantly, they are easy to read on the tiny little cover art you can see on your smartphone. An overly descriptive title will be too small to read in those directories on a smartphone or a tablet. It might show on your desktop, but most people listen to podcasts on a mobile phone. So I recommend using only three or four words at maximum. A catchy and memorable name can also make it easier for your audience to find your podcast and recommend it to others. 
Shorter names are also more versatile and can be used in various forms of marketing such as social media accounts, website URLs, and merchandise. Popular podcasts with short names include Serial, Radiolab, Reply All. These show titles have simple yet catchy names that reflect their content and themes. So for example, Serial focuses on true crimes told in a serialized format, while Stuff You Should Know covers a wide range of informative topics. Keeping your podcast name short and sweet can make it easier to attract and retain listeners. It's important to choose a name that accurately reflects your podcast content and theme while also being memorable and catchy. So take the time, brainstorm ideas, get feedback from others. That's really, really crucial. I can't recommend that enough before you finally settle on a name. But just remember, short and catchy podcast names stand out and will attract a loyal following. Number three, make it memorable. Have a memorable name that stands out in the sea of thousands of other shows, hundreds of thousands of other shows, millions of other shows. It can also make it easier for listeners to recommend your podcast to others. So a memorable name can create a sense of familiarity and build brand recognition. So how do you make your podcast name memorable? Well, one of my tips is using alliteration or rhyming words that can help create a catchy name. Obviously, keep it simple. Humor or puns can help make it more memorable. Um, And also just get your creative juices flowing and come up with a unique name that fits your theme. And like I mentioned, make sure you test that potential name with friends and family to get their opinions. I can't tell you how many iterations I went through of the name for this podcast before I finally landed on Smarter Podcasting. And even right before I was about to publish, this podcast was called Smart Podcasting. And I, at the last minute, decided to change it to Smarter Podcasting. So let me know what you think. Do you like the name of this podcast? Does it stand out? Is it catchy? It's only two words. I want to hear from you. Some other great examples of memorable podcast names are My Favorite Murder, Radiolab, and Sounds Like a Cult. These names stick in the minds of listeners and they make it easy for them to recommend the show to others. So take your time, be creative, and come up with a name that your listeners will love and remember. Number four. I'm going to hate myself for saying this, and if you've listened to the previous episode about SEO, you'll know what I'm about to say. But number four is use a keyword if you can. When choosing a name for your podcast, you not only want it to stand out and be memorable, but you also want people to find it easily on search engines like Google. That's where keywords come in. By incorporating a relevant keyword into your show title, you can help with the search engine optimization and make it easier for people to find your podcast. As you know, Google search is one of the number one ways that people find podcasts. So for example, if your podcast is about vegan cooking, include the word vegan in your podcast name. Including the word vegan in your podcast name can make it more likely to appear in search results when someone types vegan cooking podcast into Google. So here's just a few tips for using keywords in your podcast name. First of all, make a list of keywords related to your podcast topic or theme. And number two, you can use tools that are free like Google's Keyword Planner or Mozzie's Keyword Explorer to research popular search terms related to your topic. 
But don't do too many keywords. You want your podcast name to be catchy and memorable, not just a list of keywords. And Google definitely frowns upon this. Number three, consider including a location or a specific niche in your podcast name if it fits with your topic. So for example, New York City vegan cooking or the millennial investor rather than just vegan cooking or the investor makes it more specific. Number four, only use the main keywords. As I said, don't stuff it full of a million keywords and think you're magically going to appear on the top of Google search. So remember, incorporating keywords into your podcast name can help with search engine optimization, but it's more important to make sure your name is simple yet memorable. As I've covered in this podcast already, and you can go back to the episode, The Truth About SEO, It's not as simple as just putting in a keyword and your podcast will magically be listened to around the world. Search engine optimization is a massive task and one that shouldn't be taken on lightly. But go check out that episode if you do want to find out how to optimize your podcast to rank on Google. Number five, check the availability. So when it comes to naming your podcast, Checking for availability is essential. Not only does it make sure that you're not infringing on someone else's intellectual property, but it also helps you avoid legal issues down the road. So some tips to make sure you check for availability is just start by doing a quick Google search, see if anyone else is using the name you have, and make sure to check different variations and spellings as well to just make sure that your name is unique. If you are planning on creating a website, and hint, definitely create a website, Uh, Make sure you check the domain availability as well. It's important to make sure that the domain is available. And then this is also going to help your brand and create a consistent online presence. A lot of podcasts, though, have already pod faded, which means that they're no longer in existence, but they might still be available on directories. If you find a podcast with the same name as yours, but it hasn't put out an episode for a long time, that name to me is fair game for you to use. If you do want to really be diligent, you could contact that podcast if it's available, if you can find the contact details and tell them what you're planning to do. But because so many people start podcasts and just stop them, I wouldn't let that stop you using that name. If you do really want to check, then you could consider hiring a trademark attorney, but obviously that's a bit more expensive. If you are looking to branch out from your podcast and create a bigger brand from that name, And this will help you save any potential legal troubles down the road. Just because a podcast has already used that name, it doesn't necessarily mean that it's been trademarked. So if you really do want to avoid any legal headaches, just make sure that the name hasn't been trademarked. And look, if it is already taken, just go back to the drawing board, keep brainstorming, and you'll find a great name. And sorry, the Joe Rogan Experience and Tim Ferriss Show are already taken, so you can't take that. And so is Smarter Podcasting, so don't take that one either. But if you follow these tips, you'll make sure that your podcast has a unique and legally safe name. Number six, consider the visual impact of your name. So a great podcast name doesn't only sound good or it's easy to remember. Visual impact is crucial in creating a memorable podcast name that stands out from the crowd. So consider using imagery, metaphors, or alliterations to create a strong visual impact with your podcast name. For example, the podcast Serial that I mentioned that really kick-started the whole podcasting revolution 
uses just a single word with a bold font that catches the eye and piques curiosity. Another good example is Radiolab, which combines the words radio and lab to create a unique visually appealing name. The color and design of your podcast logo can also play a role in its visual impact. Choose colors that align with your podcast theme and use fonts that are easy to read and visually pleasing. Also consider how your podcast name will look and sound when shared on social media and other platforms. A shorter, visually appealing name is more likely to be shared and recognized by potential listeners. So ultimately, a podcast name with a strong visual impact can help your show stand out in a crowded market and make a lasting impression. Number seven, following on from not using trademark podcast names, keep it unique. Uniqueness can be a game changer. A unique name helps you stand out from other podcasts and gives it a memorable and distinct identity. A unique name can also help you create a brand and develop a loyal fan base. So how do you come up with a unique name for your podcast? Well, number one, just brainstorm. Take some time, brainstorm ideas for your name. Write down as many as possible, even if they seem silly or impractical at first. Avoid common words and phrases that are overused in the podcasting world. So unless your podcast is about podcasts, don't use the word podcast. And don't look at my podcast called A Vietnam Podcast, where we did use the word podcast and probably shouldn't have, but it worked and it's a really successful show. You can use puns or wordplay to add some fun and a playful element to your name. And then think about combining two or more words together, like Radiolab, to create a new word that can also help you come up with a unique and memorable name. So just make sure that combining the words will make sense and they are easy to remember. And my last tip would be just don't rely heavily on your business name or an existing name or existing brand, but use it to inspire you. A unique name will help your podcast stand out and attract listeners. So do take the time to come up with a name that is original and memorable, and that reflects the personality and content of your podcast. Number eight get feedback. I've mentioned it a few times already, but really it's so important to get feedback from other people before you settle on a podcast name. It allows you to get a fresh perspective and discover maybe any potential flaws in your ideas. I know it's difficult when we're a solo creator, you think every one of your ideas is the best idea ever and you're going to use it without thinking, but asking other people will really help you narrow it down and it might just be a little tip they give you that makes it much better. So talk to family, friends, colleagues, even online communities about a few ideas that you have. And when you are getting feedback, make sure to ask for constructive criticism that highlights both the strengths and the weaknesses of your name ideas. You should consider their opinions, but also trust your instincts and stay true to your vision. Your podcast name is ultimately a reflection of your brand and the content that you produce. Number nine, I hope that you do yoga. You should be flexible. It's important to remember that your podcast name isn't set in stone. It isn't like your child's name. As your podcast grows and evolves, your name may need to change to better reflect your content or audience. So don't be afraid to remain flexible and open to adjustments. If you feel like your name isn't resonating with your audience or you've received feedback that it's not quite right, it's okay to make changes. Just be sure to communicate the change clearly to your audience and update all of your branding and marketing materials. 
When making adjustments to your name, consider the same factors you did when choosing the original name. Is it memorable, unique, and aligned with your niche? Get feedback from others before you change to make sure that the new name is resonating with your audience and reflects your podcast content. A great example is this is one of my clients. Go check out Saskia's podcast called Pattern Shift, where she just went through a rebranding process and she did it perfectly. She did it over time, slowly introduced it, made an episode to tell her listeners what it was going to be, and then slowly changed all of her branding and the name to Pattern Shift. So go check it out. Your podcast name really is a key part of your brand identity. So don't be afraid to make changes if necessary to ensure that it continues to accurately reflect your content and still resonates with your audience. And last one, number 10. This might be obvious, but make it easy to spell. One more important tip. You want potential listeners to be able to find your podcast easily and recommend it to others without struggling to remember or spell the name. So a complicated or confusing name may deter potential listeners from giving your podcast a chance. A good podcast name is simple, easy to remember, and easy to pronounce. So this will make it easier for people to find and remember your podcast, but also increase the chances of it being shared and recommended by word of mouth, which is the number one way that people find podcasts. And obviously, don't use offensive words if you want to be easily visible on places like Apple Podcasts. So a big tip for this is don't use special characters. So for example, uh, I could have spelled 7 million bikes like S3V3NM17710N, then bikes with a 37KE5, instead of just spelling it out. That will make it impossible for people to find. And another tip I would give you, and again, I'm sharing the things that I've learned along the way and the mistakes that I've made. Don't use a number like I did. Even last night, I was at a podcast meetup and someone wanted to find my podcast and he started typing in 7 million bikes on Google. And what did he do? He put in the number 7 instead of S-E-V-E-N, which is the brand name. And guess what? It didn't come up. I had to explain to him, oh, S-E-V-E-N, and it adds a whole nother layer of complication to finding your podcast. So learn from my mistakes. Don't use a number if you can. So... If you are just starting your podcast, congratulations on joining me on this podcasting journey. It has literally changed my life starting a podcast and I'm excited to help other people on their journey too. If you do already have a podcast, hopefully these tips have maybe helped you think about the name that you have and maybe you're like, yes, I've already got a great name. I've followed all these tips. I don't need to change it. Or maybe you're like Saskia from Pattern Shift and you're like, hmm, maybe I should rebrand my name. Don't worry, you will not lose any listeners just from changing your name. It will only attract more listeners. So just to sum up, remember these tips. Consider your niche, keep it short and sweet, make it memorable, use keywords, check for availability, consider the visual impact, get feedback and remain flexible so you can create a name that is unique, catchy and effective. And the mistakes to avoid are using the word podcast if your show is not about podcasting, using offensive language, special characters, And don't use the same name as another podcast and don't use a podcast name generator without then following all these tips too. Don't be afraid to brainstorm and try out different options and don't be too hard on yourself if it takes time to come up with the perfect name. But most of all, like everything with podcasting, have fun and enjoy the process.
Now, if you do need help with your podcast, I am giving away three free consultations for the first three listeners to leave a review on Apple Podcasts or a rating on Spotify. Just take a screenshot and send it to me. And the first three people to do that will get a free half an hour consultation with me to help you with anything that you need on your podcast. I hope you enjoyed this episode of Smarter Podcasting. Make sure to follow and subscribe so you get notifications every time there's a new episode. And thank you so much for listening. If you do want to leave a message for me and be featured on a future episode, then in the show notes, there's a link there. You can click that, leave a message, and I will answer any questions you have or feature it on the next episode. Cheers, and I'll see you next time.